At City of Hope, its innovative treatments for cancer and groundbreaking research have saved millions of lives all over the world. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. Although an estimated one-third of American women are affected by pelvic floor disorders, which include urinary and fecal incontinence, as well as uterine and vaginal prolapse, Cultural constraints and embarrassment keep many sufferers from discussing their conditions or seeking treatment. My guest today is Dr. Christina Wedig. She's a urologic surgeon at City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Wedig. So what is the pelvic floor? Um, Pelvic floor are the muscles that um, hold your bladder and your uterus and vagina in place, basically, and um, after you have children, or when you get older, the pelvic floor muscles relax, and um, you can have a prolapse of the bladder, you can have prolapse of the uterus, and the vaginal wall. And those can cause various symptoms, such as incontinence or other lower urinary tract symptoms, also pressure and pain in that area. So what are some of these disorders? And we he- we see those commercials, Dr. Wedig, for women and, and sort of adult diapers and medications for incontinence. What are some of the pelvic floor disorders that we're speaking about? Pretty much uh, there's different types of incontinence. You can have stress incontinence. You have urgency incontinence. Or some women just have some irritative voiding symptoms such as um, they have urinary frequency and urgency, and those things can definitely interfere with your quality of life because your life pretty much revolves around the bathroom, as well as pelvic organ prolapse, such as uterine prolapse or vaginal wall prolapse or bladder prolapse. Is there a certain cause you can point to for these disorders? You mentioned having a baby. Yeah, most of them um, childbearing just because that that is one of, one of them single factors, one of the uh, important factors which can cause relaxation of the pelvic floor muscles. So what do we do about it? If women are incontinent, and of course this is something very embarrassing, if women come to you to discuss this, or they've had one of the urologic cancers and as a result now suffer from pelvic floor disorders, what do you do for them? There's, depending on what type of incontinence or symptoms they're experiencing, there's uh, medications that we can try that help relax the bladder and uh, reduce amounts of incontinence or reduce um, the urgency and frequency sensations. There's also some conservative options that we try um, if somebody has frequency, uh, really, if, I'm sorry, if somebody has urge-related incontinence, we can try uh, Botox injections to the bladder to try to relax the bladder muscle. Um, there's also um, different, uh, there's also uh, sacral nerve stimulation for women with urgency frequency, urgent incontinence, but also some women who are in urinary retention that can work, and uh, sacral nerve stimulators, implantation of a little device like a peacemaker into your um, sacral spine, uh, with little electro goes into your sacral spine, and then you have this pacemaker device implanted into your basically upper buttock, and um, that stimulates the nerves that control the bladder, are very effective in um, reducing urge, urgency frequency, and urgent continence type of symptoms. And then there are surgical options, uh, such as um, repair of the pelvic floor prolapse. Um, There's various surgical options depending on what you present with. Is there any, is there any issue with working on Kegel exercise if you are somebody with 
some kind of urologic cancer, doing those exercises before you do surgery or after? Is there therapy that you recommend women do to help strengthen their pelvic floor muscles? Well, Kegel exercises is something that all women should do, actually, especially women who um, are having children or had children, um, even uh, women who haven't had children. Those are just good um, general things to do to keep your pelvic floor muscles strong. And also, uh, not only women, but males who have uh, a prostatectomy for prostate cancer end up with also stress incontinence. And we also encourage them to do Kegel exercises before their surgery and after their surgery because they have a similar type of problem. And if they go on medications that you were mentioning or do biofeedback or Botox, is this something that they would have to do again? Would they have to be on the medications for a long time, or is it something that maybe would come and go? Um, So also I uh, forgot to mention uh, pelvic floor physical therapy. So that is um, shown to be very effective also because uh, physical therapists teach them more uh, more effective techniques than just doing Kegel exercises to try to strengthen the pelvic floor. And yeah, as far as the medications, um, if the medication is helping you, uh, you the medication that we take to relax the bladder, if it's helping, then it's a lifelong daily medication that you take. And uh, Botox is something that we usually have to re-inject about every six months because it does. it is not something that's permanent. So, And what about the pelvic sling? Women hear about this. We hear about commercials and see things in the media. Tell us just a little bit about the pelvic sling and what's involved in having one put in. A pelvic sling is usually performed for women who suffer from stress incontinence, which is incontinence that you have when, you cough, when you're coughing, sneezing, laughing, jumping, or any kind of stressful um, physical activities, basically. And um, it's a sling that's put in that holds your urethra, it lifts your urethra up and um, helps prevent the leakage. And I know there's been a lot of talk in the media about vaginal mash and various uh, uh, lawsuits related to that. Um, however, that does not apply to the pelvic sling um, so much. But for women who are very reluctant to undergo this type of surgery because they're worried about the mesh and all the bad publicity that it has gotten. Uh, we do offer an autologous sling, which is an option to um, basically harvest your own uh, piece of fascia from lower abdominal wall, and then you use that as a sling material to do the same thing. Wow. That's really fascinating. In just the last minute here, Dr. Wedick, what do you tell women that come and they're embarrassed about talking to you about painful intercourse or urination or even fecal incontinence, just something they don't want to think about or discuss, but it is affecting the quality of their life? What's your best advice, and why should they come to City of Hope for their care? Uh, I usually tell them this is nothing to be embarrassed at all, uh, and I see a lot of women suffering from the same problems, and if there's something we can do to help, even improve their symptoms, even just a little bit, I think it will. It can make a tremendous difference in their quality of life. And why should they come to City of Hope for their care? Um, because City of Hope has the best-trained uh, physicians. We all uh, are felt majority of us who do sur- these types of surgeries or. Um, any kind of cancer surgery, fellowship trained, and uh, we can offer the latest 
the best techniques to perform these procedures. Thank you so much, Dr. Wedig. It's great information, so important for women. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. And for more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.